Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni here at Boston University. And I'm Manny here at a hotel in LA. And you're probably wondering, what is he doing in a nice, lavish hotel that you can see in this background if you're watching the YouTube episode? That's a great question, Manny. Would you like to answer? (laughs) Oh, of course, viewer. I'm in this hotel because I currently have COVID-19, which is a virus. Which one? The Omicron variant, most likely? Probably. Uh... I think it's the uh, um, Fondelma variant. <laughs> the Fondelma. That's just obvious. It's not even like disguised, like other, like fitness or s'mores, whatever. Um, well, the Fondelma variant sounds very serious, Manny. So we wish you a very speedy recovery and no harsh symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guys, I just want to say COVID's the scourge of the earth and my solution to it is to put everyone in quarantine for a day and then it'll go away well by that logic it would need to be five days so that everyone who has it gets it done with and then we tried that (laughs) we tried that at the very beginning and it didn't work which is kind of ironic that's because people didn't really do it (laughs) Do you think had like every person stayed home for a month? Like actually like every single person like stay home? I think, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, logically, wouldn't that make sense? Unless it's a hoax and they're, they've implanted it into our immune systems or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I think's crazy? What? That the conspiracy that um, medicine, basically medical or not even medicine, health companies purposefully um create imperfect medicines slash create like diseases that only they yeah. can fix that's like how they promoted cigarettes and alcohol as like stress relievers and now like treatment you, super you expensive need, yeah, to fix your your sick lungs you know i say we just go the north korea route and just kill everyone who has COVID. <laughs> is that what they do Did, have you seen that meme where it's like covid cases in north korea it was like march like the very beginning zero and then like the next month one and then the next month zero <laughs> uh i honestly wouldn't i mean it's probably the case i wouldn't put it past my boy kim Jun-un. how do you think they kill them like in a fun way or no that's a good question they probably just take him away and then throw i don't know i don't want, i don't want to think about it but my boy kim i uh, i think he does not want the covid It'd be cool if they did like a gladiator thing. <laughs> yeah, just have them kill each other. No work to be done. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking more like them against lions, but that works too. Okay, interesting. I don't think they have lions in North Korea. I don't think they belong to that ecosystem, but tigers. Yeah. That would be sick, actually. That'd be like, um, what was the movie with the kid in the jungle and then like the Jungle Book? Jungle Book. Uh, yeah. That's called Jungle you Book. You and I are style. thinking of different movies, though. I was thinking of another great movie, The Interview. Oh, yeah. 
Oh my god, did that oh my god, that did happen in the interview. They they don't they did run into a lion. I totally forgot about that. Tiger. Tiger, tiger. Tiger, tiger, tiger. My bad. Do you remember what happened? Didn't they like they like threw something at it or like or did they just like Oh my god. I can't I can't do this. What did they it's do? It's too funny. Well, they were getting a package and the package came from the sky and killed the tiger oh and yeah Seth Rogen had to secure the, the pack- package <laughs> the package so did he like yeah. stick it out take it out of the tiger's butthole or something <laughs> that's totally like that's just Seth but, Rogen writing right there close enough it's close enough <laughs> anyways anyways um, Kim Jong-un won COVID zero basically he's got the right mentality but yeah at bu they have they don't have they don't put you in a hotel they put you in quarantine housing which is just like some old dorms like and you have roommates too that would suck so like you have your own hotel room with two beds even though because i I see a second bed wow yeah so technically the usc usc has uh the usc hotel but i think their quarantine like rooms are at max capacity. So I'm at a hotel downtown. And I guess this one was at max capacity. My roommate, John, who also has COVID right now, is at a separate hotel downtown. And his hotel is way nicer. This guy has got a kitchen and plates. And I'm stuck in this lowly ass room. Is he even like making food though? Like he has to get like ingredients and stuff. Uh, Although the plates are nice. that's the nice thing is because we need to eat. Uh, I get a seventy dollar DoorDash stipend per day. It's like, what do you do? With, what do they do with the excess money? Does it roll over into the next day? It does not, unfortunately. <laughs> which means that worst case, I just leave a really big tip for my last meal. Oh, it's so nice of you. Yeah, might as well. Don't don't give USC any money back. <laughs> yeah, hell no. They take enough from me. Uh, no yeah actually it's funny because i slept in super late today so i've only had one meal and it's 5 30 so i'm thinking about getting steak for dinner yeah like treat yourself you got like the extra money that's that's fresh have to i got up at like noon like i got up actually i got up right before 10 to you know promote the the new episode of the podcast which you should check out with our boy with my boy jay bear Jerry um, is a funny guy. Yeah, I love Jerry. He's a great guy. We had some great, interesting conversations about M&Ms and sexuality, so go check that out. But what was I going to say? Um, yeah, no. So, yeah, I got up really late today. Um, I went back to sleep because I went clubbing and was out until, like, 4.30. <laughs> there are clubs? In Boston, what do you think this is? Even in Denver, yeah, I'm kind of an idiot. <laughs> I'm kind of an idiot for that one. Although it was frigid outside, and I didn't bring a jacket because my friend told me not to, even though there was a coat check. But the coat check was ten bucks, so I don't regret anything. Uh, uh, how how are the how's the Boston nightlife, Yanni? It's fun, except when you're outside, it is absolutely frigid. I went with a lot of the guys in my fraternity. It was it was it was a dope time. I took zero videos, but I was like, you know what? I don't need any videos. I'm yeah, you life. lived in the moment. You I lived did. in the moment. But um, 
no so that was like really my first time really clubbing because last semester I was pretty busy um and so yeah I'm also like on one meal one and a half I had a couple noodles right before this classic college student I, I bought these for the blizzard which I don't think we mentioned on the last episode but there was a fucking bomb cyclone is what they call it which is basically just what? a massive a massive blizzard in Boston about last weekend um not this past weekend but the weekend before well, get a lot it's of snow. still the weekend and Sunday yeah we got 24 inches of snow like two feet it's like up to my left oh. hip you're short <laughs> okay well it's like a little bit below my hip whatever <laughs> I am taller than Manny just for the record and uh yeah <laughs> yeah well it's not hard to be taller than five seven yeah five seven yeah five eight gang um so that was fun. So I stockpiled up on a bunch of snacks, but then I ended up still making the journey to the dining hall because, yeah. <laughs> Through the snow. Yeah. And then me and my friends hung out. We opened the window and then like in their dorm room, it turned into a literal snow globe because it was so windy. Like the snow was coming in. It was sick. Except there's that... snow everywhere, but it wasn't my room. So I didn't care. That is crazy. That's that's one of the few perks of freezing. But anyways, when I come out of the club at like whatever time it fucking was, like 2.30, I, it was so cold and I didn't have a jacket. And we uh-huh. called an Uber and we couldn't find it. So they, he canceled on us. So then I was out for even longer. And I'm like, my nipples still hurt. Like they're, they were like rock hard and like sore like the morning after like they, did they shrink? I think I got frostbite on my nipples is basically what I'm saying. Did they shrink? They shrunk in the moment. I mean, now they're back to normal size, but they still like are sore. You know, it makes sense. But I'm a little concerned about club, the long term effects. When you're in a club doing your dancey dance, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of rubbing. Well, I was going to say you sweat, you know, because you're doing your yeah. own dancey dance. It's exercise. You're sweating. Actually, so what I think bad. it was nice. But yeah. yeah, but what I think happened is there was some sweat on your chest area. So I chafed. Now, I actually not gonna say that when you're outside you have not enough protection your sweat froze on top of your nipples oh creating shit. so it became... nipple ice <laughs> nipple, nipple icicles ice. <laughs> yeah you had a nipple icicle and that's just a recipe for pain because then it's weighing down the nipple <laughs> you definitely could be right i was in serious pain last night and it was like the coldest i think i've ever been because i like was in a warm like car and then in a room for like a substantial amount of time and i was still like my my extremities were still cold and i was like holy shit like i think i'm permanently cold but was that the coldest you've ever been that's a good question i think considering the circumstances i was in which i won't get into detail it could have not been but it felt like it was now i i want to hear your like top three coldest coldest moments like i think they're all here i think they've all been in boston like it's that's so valid it's consistently 20 degrees like when it's above freezing it's a good day it's a warm really when it's like 40 degrees and sunny like voila i just checked my phone it's six it's 70 degrees here right now um yeah i guess that's nice but i mean i like i like 40 50 degree weather it's just like i don't like 20 degree weather so like valid that's where the line is drawn. Uh, yeah, so we had a massive blizzard, and I survived, thankfully. My entire family was worried for my survival. But, Did they uh, really think that little of you? One of the... <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't make it, yeah. Through the most 
easiest of things to get through because I was like in the dorm building. But no, one of the dorms lost water. Like their pipes froze, I'm pretty sure. So like they couldn't shower, like use the sinks or flush the toilet. And it just went uh, to anarchy. It just went to anarchy. Apparently. Like people were still shitting in the toilet. So there was just shit sitting in the toilets. See that. I'm sorry. We got back into poop. I'm <laughs> it's always it you. Once again. Now, now it's just you at this point. Yeah, but that was like an interesting fact. I didn't was like, oh, what's up with poop today? I was like, you know, frozen pipes. But yeah, I did bring it back up. No, that reminds me of how when I was in Israel during our quarantine there, I was also in a hotel except with... Yeah three other guys in in one room we had two beds one, and one, one toilet <laughs> one toilet and as soon as we get in there someone's like i have to shit so bad i have to shit so bad and then halfway through the, them being done somebody knocks on our door and says is your toilet not working either <laughs> and it turned out our toilet did not flush <laughs> and this guy Ours okay we had, been, we had yeah i think it was someone from your room who told us that um Oh, yeah. Was, and this guy <laughs> had been flying, okay, for the last, like, 16 hours, okay, because yeah, we flew we... from the United States to Israel. That means he had, like, six, like, a whole day's worth of poop in that toilet. And then somebody else is like, I don't care that it's not flushing. I really have to go, too. So he went on top of it. Yep. <laughs> and it was so gross. And, dude, we called someone to come check on it he comes in he's there for like 30 seconds comes out and he goes fixed and he leaves and we're like okay still Not wasn't fixed. flushing <laughs> at the end of the day like it's stuck I'd say in there. There, were I to, <laughs> there were like five people who went to the bathroom in that thing before like the next morning we all woke up and we're like oh my <laughs> god <laughs> It was so dude, bad. Dude, we had this. Dude, I, I think most of the toilets in that floor we're sitting, uh, staying at were not working, but we figured out how to manually flush ours. Like we had to like fill up the <laughs> the toilet with water with like a bucket. And it we, worked. We put our. It worked. Yeah. So we didn't have sticky toilet. Yeah. So years. we tried that and it didn't. And for everyone wondering why we didn't just use another toilet, okay, we were quarant- quarantining because of COVID. So we couldn't and technically. <laughs> all I'll say though is the guy who like had the chance to fix it the night before, he ended up playing himself because he had to come back in the morning. And I feel so bad for like, this dude because really he was in there fixing this toilet for 30 minutes. For 30 minutes, he had to go in with a gas mask, bro. <laughs> and the whole time he's in there, uh, my buddy who's in the room with me, Zach, Zach mechanic, miss that kid. He had brought like workout stuff. So we were just working out without shirts on, being loud as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this guy's just in the smelliest <laughs> room you could delete. possibly imagine. He hated you all. He hated you all so much. But he did he left. Himself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. How did we get? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> the reason we got to <laughs> See, okay, you got deeper into the poop conversation. Not me this time. <laughs> I introduced it. You went in deeper. No, so yeah, the pipes froze. The pipes froze. So kids had to like make the treacherous journey from one dorm to another to go brush their teeth and shit. And during a blizzard, mine was fine though because I live in the nicer dorm. So nice, nice. Um, speaking speaking of cold though, I'd say my coldest memory is I was playing pee wee football. Okay, it wasn't that serious. I was in like sixth grade. Okay, and I thought I was a big boy, but I was a child. I was a child. And there's this day 
where it started like snow raining. So it was like half rain, half snow, but it was frigid. And we were in a grass field. So it was just super soggy. And like my cleats immediately got soaked right through, right through my socks, right through everything. And it wasn't supposed to. So like everyone was wearing short sleeves, all this stuff. And I was like, can we like stop? It's really cold. And this coach was like, no, this builds grit. So we played like in the freezing. <laughs> played in the freezing cold. I'd say it was probably 15 degrees outside for two hours. Okay. And I lit- literally by the end, I couldn't feel anything. The only heat I got was from my balls, Yoni. I know. My balls. <laughs> um no, I'm gonna fuck. No, it, like three days ago, it rained here, but it was like below freezing. So, like as the rain fell, it turned into ice. It's called freezing rain. I've never seen it before in my <laughs> life. Like it, it wasn't hail. Did that hurt you? It was. It, it didn't hurt that bad because they're like it, they're supposed to be raindrops turn into ice. So it's and they don't fall that as fast as you think. So like it was nice though because my clothes didn't really get wet because they just kind of bounced off. <laughs> but I was like, this is some fucking Boston shit. Like I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, wait, you're experiencing all these phenomenons. Yeah. I know, right? It's like kind of cool that I get to experience these new weather types that I've never ever knew were even things like a nor'easter, like the fuck. Um, That's like a. But, I, you know, they're not enjoyable. I just found out it's either Oregon or Washington, but maybe both. The climate is quite literally like a, a rainforest. Yeah, low key. I noticed that. I mean, that no, actually like, makes it's, sense. It's specified as a rainforest, they just cut it down. Yeah, I mean, in the places where they built cities. But, like, Oregon has a lot of forests. I know my friend went there for, like, a little road trip. It was crazy. But, yeah, that make, and you don't really think of it because we're, like, up north. We think of, like, rainforests as, like, tropical humidity. But, like, it can also be, like, cold and drier. Um. Anyways, back to this football story, though. I, oh, yeah. I just want to say I've related to your cold pain leaving the club because – I remember getting in the car and taking off my shoes and socks and just having zero feeling in my feet. And I was just like, that's crazy. You know? That's like when my toes went numb because my ski boots were too tiny. <laughs> just lost circulation. But uh, Yoni, would you rather be too hot or too cold? I think too cold because I can put on layers to get warmer. No, I'm not saying you can put layers on. I'm saying, would you rather be sitting butt-ass naked? Fuck. Freezing your balls off? Or butt-ass naked. Or (laughs) sitting in, like, a parka in, like, 150-degree heat? (laughs) Fuck, when you say parka, 150-degree heat. It sounds pretty... I was going to say too hot, but now I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Okay, maybe not 150. That that would probably kill you really quickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, maybe I'd do hot. I don't know. Freezing can, like, be dangerous. I, I mean, hot can be, too, but if you're sitting, like, I think it's, like, harder for you to, like, die of heat wave, heat stroke or something. Like, if you're not yeah, doing but, any activity. But you could also just, like, do push-ups in the cold. <laughs> to keep you warm. That's a valid point. I mean, it really doesn't keep you warm, but like, yeah, sure. What about you? What would you do? Neither. Idiot. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not an option. You have to choose or you die. 
I made up the hypothetical. I made up the hypothetical. I'm now creating my own hypothetical. You can't make your own hypothetical. Why can you make your hypothetical and I can't make a hypothetical? Dibs. Are you the hypothetical? Are you the hypothetical co-host? You're the one who comes up with the hypotheticals. Fuck you. Whoa. This always happens. I answer it and then you're just like, nah, I'm chilling. You can't even name like content. six other times that's happened. I feel like that's <laughs> definitely happened. Like that happens like every episode, and I think you know it, but that's regardless. I'm okay. <laughs> I answer the tough questions. I'm decisive. So this is kind of random, but you know, beefing with your best friend us beefing right now reminds me of, be- of me beefing with my roommate and he started doing this thing what thing that's the thing he does he just stops talking uh, mid sentence and then once i react he's like i got your ass and he just starts laughing at me like how so do you start- react though you're just like I'm just like fuck you, man. <laughs> Have you ever done the thing where you like you pretend like you're talking, but like to pr- make somebody feel like they're deaf? Oh no! So, yeah, like, you I actually... like you're talking, but you're not actually saying words, and then they're like, "Oh my god, I can't hear." And if you do it with like I... a bunch of people, it's funny. Usually, what I do is if I say something and someone is like, "What did you say?" Then I'll start doing it. I'll be like, "Oh now like you can't hear me. How can't you hear me?" <laughs> and then I'll like mouthy out like I'm talking to you like. You know, because if you're yelling, yeah, or you can do the thing where you pretend they don't exist. Whoa, have you done that to someone? It's messed up. Uh, I don't know, but I saw it. I know it's like a funny thing people do to like really like hide people to f- really fuck with them. What do <laughs> you do? Up. Like you, you just like I haven't done it, but or I think one time my family tried to pull that on me. I don't know why. I don't know. I feel like that would be a good um, prank to do. I have a lot of good prank ideas that I want to implement here at BU campus. Like, just like, I think it would just be funny. Like that, like just to do that to somebody in class. Or the teacher. What if you get the entire class on in, in on it? That'd be crazy. But I feel like the kid would be like, you guys are fucking with me. Yeah, probably. We would all be like, where is Mrs. Whatever? <laughs> it would like guys, would, I'm starting the lecture. It would probably work if you did it to like a really small child. Yeah, that would cause trauma, probably, but yeah. I feel like there are worse ways to cause trauma though. Or I mean, like more detrimental. Trauma. Yeah, that's definitely bad. Like the baby silencer I came up with a few episodes ago. <laughs> Whoa. But yes. Yeah. So, yeah. What's your take on uh, this whole Whoopi Goldberg situation? Well, my first take is why does she have a Jewish last name if she's not Jewish and doesn't like Jews? Like how, you know, her real name is, it's not Whoopi Goldberg. So I'm wondering why she changed it to such a Jewish name. That is weird. Let me look it up. But I did see that her real name is not Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, but besides that, um, she sucks. She sucks cock. She is a cock sucker. For those of you who don't know, 
Yoni is referring to how Whoopi Goldberg came out and said uh, the Holocaust had nothing to do with race, basically. Which, like, I don't, like, just historically, scientifically, I just don't, like, like, it's just inaccurate. Like, I think any historian, no matter how much they hate the Jews, like, let's say, like, somebody will hate the Jews, and they'll be like, yeah, no, it's, it's based off race. It's based off ethnic class. So I don't know where she got that idea from. I just, th- I just think she, like there are some people that's been there on bubbles dealing with their own struggles that like they think like because it's not like even though black people were mur- murdered in the Holocaust, she thinks of it as not a racial thing because it doesn't have to do with like w- the current problems of race today in America with like African-Americans. Yeah, and I think like a big issue and don't get me wrong, like other struggles are 100% valid, but because most Jews are white, and that really doesn't mean all Jews, because not all Jews are white, but because most Jews are white, it's easy to like push them in the same category as like other religious groups, like Christians who are a part of the majority, so they're in there mostly white. Exactly. I think it also comes down to like just a minority thing because obviously even if you look like another class of people another religion ethno religion whatever it's like i mean the way the way they did is they completely racialized jewish people by like you know dehumanizing them making them like portray them as rats like that is like dividing racially like the big note like for instance like like a big a thing like a lot of racists do and like racist propaganda is like exacerbate creating like physical stereotypes like what's a good like for let's say um like for jews obviously big noses or like um for black people they like historically do like big lips like these like very racist like not cool things caricatures yeah yeah yeah, caricatures yeah exactly so like that is 100 a racial thing that that has happened to jews just in general but also especially in the holocaust so like like yeah you actually you want to hear an example of one I started watching the Harry Potter series recently. Uh, There's super problematic, in my opinion, caricatures of Jews in the form of the goblin bankers in Harry Potter. Okay, these bankers, of course they're bankers, have huge noses. They're super greedy. They're short. Come on. Come on. You think they're like, but they didn't say they were Jewish, but like they are portraying. Yeah. 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 yeah, like why they have to make the greedy bankers big noses, which is historically known for being related to Jews. It's very bad. Also, they make us look ugly as fuck, which is like so rude because like me and you are like very handsome. Oh, dude, you're you're incredibly good looking. Thank you. And I know a lot of my fellow Jews, my Jewish friends who are quite good. Madison Beer is Jewish. Like, come is on, she? Guys. She is. Like, let's all get our head out of the gutter. Yeah. Also, who is hashtag Jews are hot? <laughs> Yoni, do you think Jews are the sexiest religion, ethno religion? See, I would say that, but then I feel like I'm like making us superior, which inherently is not problematic. Not problematic. So, I say we are we are much hotter than we get credit for. That's what I'll say. We're up there with Yoni, the rest. I don't know, Yoni. I think you're like in the upper echelon of Jews. 
I, I mean, I could maybe that is why I'm biased towards my opinion because of my own personal experience, but <laughs> you know, that's definitely valid. But yeah, I heard they they actually took her off the air though, Whoopi Goldberg, for two weeks. Actually... Oh, okay. So she's coming back. <laughs> I didn't know that part, but I heard they actually finally did something about it for once. I just wonder, like how it's going to be when she comes back. I feel like it's got to be mad awkward because I feel like at least one of the women on that show with her, don't know what it's called because I don't watch it because like, I don't know who does, probably like middle-aged people. Um, My dad watches it or did. Oh, I don't really. know if he does anymore, but he is middle-aged, so that, that works. So that would, that would uh, add up. Uh, yeah. So I just wonder how it's going to be. Like, because one of them, one of those other coasts is probably Jewish because we're very much in the entertainment industry. See, here's, so like, here's what I wonder. Here's what I wonder, okay? Obviously, she didn't get in trouble right away, but eventually she did. And I think it's because, like, some Jews with some power eventually saw it, and they were like, I don't like that. Yeah, low-key. Was which some Jews executives. are those? Which Jews question. are those? Per- and how do we make producers. sure... How do we make sure what? Sorry. That they stay in a position oh. to continue to protect the Jewish name. Well, I think that's a good, that's a good point. Um... I think it's most likely just some like executive producer. What what's the the show on ABC? Yeah, I think so. Like some executive producers on ABC, probably Jewish. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think it's kind of underwhelming how much we influence the entertainment industry and like how much we have contributed to it while there's still being you know Jewish stereotypes you know embedded in in films. Well, Which it's actually interesting. interesting you mentioned that because I'm taking a race gendering class in American film. And a big thing you realize is that film is like made in a way that's supposed to support like the main narrative, like the mainstream narrative. That's why. And I think like some is starting to become defied a bit more, but that's why all these like stereotypes that take place in films or because they're just trying to maintain the basic narrative you know what i mean of the white male definitely that's why i like i like ones that are i think i think you see more today like movies that like definitely come out against something that is considered like typical in society which i think is cool but they usually just get shit on do they I don't know. There's always some controversy. I mean, like for instance, I mean, I'm not in film, but they change their peanuts, and I mean, they change their M&Ms, and they're getting flack from Tucker <laughs> Carlson. Yoni, question right now: Who's going to be the next president of the United States? Go. I'm going to say, I'm not sure, but I'm going to say not Joe Biden. I can say that because even if he, I just don't think he's even going to run again. And if he does, he's going to lose. So either way. Um, but see, that's that's also what you have to keep in mind. If he doesn't run, then it's another Democratic candidate in his place. And then you have to consider that and the Republican. Yoni, Yoni, just give me a name. I just, I don't have a name for you because I honestly don't know who would run from the Republican Joe Byron. <laughs> can, we get, get, can we get that homeless man who says Joe Byron to be president? That would be interesting to see. I have Netanyahu winning the election. He's coming back in Israel. He's coming back, baby. He basically, what he did is he made, so these prosecuted, these Israeli like DA prosecutor guys were trying to like charge him with like bribery and shit. 
um, because he took some gifts from some world leaders. But like it's like the no, Chargers, no, are, no. the Chargers are such BS no, because, no, no. because there's Sorry. only one charge that's like the main charge that he, that would actually like get him in real trouble, and the rest are like like they're so minor it doesn't even count. And right, right. they were trying to make a deal with him to get rid of. They were trying to, they were making a deal with him so that he would leave government for a couple of years if they dropped that charge, because that's how bad they don't want him. He sounds like, honestly, the most powerful man of all time, and I respect it. And it shows, though, that that case doesn't really matter much if the prosecutors are, if that case doesn't really have any substance, if the prosecutors are willing to drop it. So the question is, if he takes the deal or not, because if he does, then it's as if, no, wait, actually, no, that's not the deal. No, no, wait, is that the deal? I know that is the deal. You do realize (laughs) thousands of listeners exclusively get their Israeli current events from you. That is true, because I'm assuming like majority of our listeners don't. (laughs) So I'm kind of like the forefront. Um, But yeah, so it's kind of like if he takes it or not, because if he takes it, it looks like he's guilty. Right. Because he's like kind of admitting to the other smaller stuff that doesn't really matter. Right. But they would allow him to come back and be kind of cleared of all that shit. So I actually don't know what he chose to do, but basically they just want him out of office so bad. They're because <laughs> he's so powerful. It's very fascinating stuff. Um, and the, who knows the government might change tomorrow. That's the parliamentary, the parliamentary system for you. It doesn't really <laughs> work very well. Um, do you think that you could invent a better form of government? That's a good question. I think a yoni ship would be the best form of government where it's like a dictatorship, but it's not bad and abusive because I'm in charge and I'm a good guy. Not all dictatorships have been bad. (laughs) Name one that has been good, actually. Okay. Okay. Well, I think, I think you have to acknowledge the complexity here. Okay. Cause I don't think you could point at America and say that America's bad or that America's good. Like we've done Just really good it's stuff. Subjective. Yeah, yeah, like we've done really okay. good stuff, but we've also done really bad stuff, right? Now That's there's some it. dictatorships that are just bad. Yeah. North Korea, right? That's a great example in my opinion. But what are you talking then about? Then you I love Kim Jong-un. I love Kim Jong-un. Very nice. Anyways, um there might be some. But there are some that while they might have started in a bad note, for example, um, the example I'm going to use is the Spanish dictator, um, Mm. French, yeah, Francesco. That's not right. Sounds right. Don't know, but (laughs) no, I I, I feel like an idiot now. Spanish dictator. I really learned about like Spanish history. I don't really know what happened. So it's. I actually have learned a lot about it. His name is Francisco Franco. And basically, this is a not so good part. He got the help from, he got help from other dictators, including Hitler. Mostly I was going to say, like, where was uh, Spanish and where, where was Spanish? Well, I'll explain. Like he thing. got okay. help from Hitler to overthrow the Spanish government um, because he wanted like more conservative ideals. And Germany actually kind of used that war as like, a practice for the wars to come you know like they were testing out their military and stuff like that and it helped franco win the war 
And the bad part was he collaborated with Nazis and basically killed any political opponents he had. Obviously very bad, but I will say it's not like countries that mainstream considers good haven't done bad things, right? Going back to that whole idea. And after he took power, when World War II came around, Hitler was like, okay, bro, like, let's go fight the non-fascists. He was like, nah, it's like, fuck you, Hitler. I'm just going to do my own thing. He just didn't join World War II. So like, that's a good thing, right? Like he didn't help Hitler. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he bolstered the economy. The economy did great under him, brought Spain into like the industrial age. And that's why today he's like one of the most controversial figures because he was really bad in some ways, but really good in others. I, and this is something I might have to get fact checked on, but he was either really for women's rights or really against women's rights. But I want to say he was really for <laughs> women's rights. <laughs> Either opposite. Yeah. Um, See? So no, dictatorships I, might be the way. Yeah, I kind of respect that. <laughs> he like used Hitler and he's like, psych, I'm out this hoe. Um, no, but I think you see that a lot. I think um, when they kind of overthrew a lot of the socialist, when the CIA helped overthrow a lot of socialist governments in um, South America, I think you saw like, the economy do better under these dictators that were put in power but it was like more like you know a lot of uh, economic inequality because it was more like big businesses doing well so that's right. also like a measure of like what do you measure as economic success are you more of like a equity person or more of like a gdp growth production person well i personally am a big believer as an economics major in uh the statistic of purchasing power parity which basically measures um, how much the average person, uh, how much goods the average person can consume based off of average income level compared to the prices of goods in their country. The higher the average, or the higher power, uh, the higher PPP, better PPP. standard of living one has. So in that regard, I think that's how you would measure that. I like the wink at the end. Dude, I'm kind of an economist. That is what you're studying to become. So I would you are you are going in that direction. Meanwhile, I switched my other concentration of learning to CS. So I'm taking a CS class. That's exciting. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of coding. That's most of my homework, to be honest. I'm in a film class now, finally, get it started. And I'm we're starting with photography. So I'm kind of doing your thing that you did in high school. So I have like some cool some cool photos now creating some a portfolio and stuff. you should send them to me i bet they're beautiful they're okay just because i'm still working out how to properly use uh, one of those big fancy cameras but <laughs> like i know like the different like exposure f-stock shutter speed and stuff but you know we're still trying to like find the right you know different it's actually so much like attention to detail because like you have to take into account the lighting outside or inside dark lights like or the iso like so it's annoying but um yeah so i'm trying to trying to be a cool artsy photographer now pretty um, pretty great i believe in you it is pretty fun i'll show, I'll show you some of my stuff it's cool but yeah so now i'm like uh Coder photographer, basically. You know, coding, good skill, I've heard. I've actually heard it's it's like kind of like in the past, like it's kind of like dying off. 
Yeah, I've heard a typography is much more useful these days. Or calligraphy, in fact. Calligraphy. Even more advanced in the future. We're actually... Yeah, I just don't see, like, anything not involving some type of computers in, like, 30 years. Which, like, to me, I absolutely hate. Like, even as a guy minoring in CS, like, it's interesting. But, like, I kind of wish we would chill with the technological advancement because... I'm just thinking of dystopian outcomes to all this progress. Oh, dude, 100% me too. The world's fucked. We are fucked. I just read read a really interesting, um, basically a paper, or not paper. And I didn't even read it. I just watched a video on how realistic stopping climate change actually is. Dude, we are so, so fucked. It's unbelievable. And, like, any, like, notion of us not being is just not true. Like, some people are like, well, maybe we'll make some kind of technological advancement that can just offset it. Nope. It already exists. Costs way too much money. No one's going to do it. It's bad. What? Yeah, true. I think it could. I mean, it, it probably could be possible to create something to reverse. But I feel like, yeah, nobody wants to invest. <laughs> No, it exists. Not a good investment strategy. What does? How to re- Something that reverses climate change. It like consumes CO two and pumps out oxygen. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen. But it, they're I've, really they're expensive. Some. Yeah, but they're making some. I feel like if not you're making enough. some, you might as well just make enough to you like all or nothing. You might as well just not do it if you're not going to make enough. <laughs> to make enough to offset it, like offset the yearly amount now, it would cost half of the United States GDP. That's crazy. That's a lot. But it's half. So we could just... That's basically the government. That's. I mean, that's the military budgets. <laughs> um, it's way more than that. Actually, an interesting yeah, way to think yeah, about GDP is GDP is actually equal to a net income of all people. So if you take the income of every single person in the United States and divide it by two, that's how much it would cost to uh, make the United States carbon neutral. <laughs> That's crazy because like those incomes include like Jeff Bezos, I'm assuming, and like Bill Gates. What the? So it's like they can't they can't do it. People think they like oh they could solve global warming if they spent their money. Like no, it would take a lot. It would take a lot more. Crazy enough. Yeah, we are fucked. And uh, on that note, we hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evenings. And uh, Manny, wait, is it dark? Is it dark in California? Yeah. Oh, I guess it's like the six lights. o'clock. Yeah. So hopefully uh, Manny will enjoy his nice, delicious steak. I enjoy my cup of noodles. And uh, yeah, hopefully next week we'll have a guest, either or. I don't know if Manny's met some new peeps, you know, in his new way of life as a Greek fella. Um, but I also have some guests too, some very interesting folks. Um, yeah. So make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify. We're doing great. We are not a part of the people boycotting Spotify because Joe Rogan, unfortunately. So we are still on there. Um, and yeah, so don't hate us for that. <laughs> Listen, we believe. We believe.
Exactly. And with that, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Bye-bye.